Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, people? You're listening to the Two Pro One Slow podcast, brought to you by Factory Image Racing. Check them out on Instagram at Factory Image Racing. They offer a huge range of hard parts, service parts, tools, and more. Episode nine. We're back. We're with back. The three amigos, or the three musker quiz, whatever you want to call us. <laughs> All right, <laughs> amigos. Thanks. Amigos, you're going for. You I thought you would have preferred the other one, actually, after no. previous comments. So it's uh, sponsored by Factory Image Racing again. Um, they have actually just messaged me. Um, they've got a new website coming, but it's not. it could be out by the time this is out, but I'm not really sure. But if it is, it'll be under Bill on the desk if you're watching. The new website link, um, and you can buy all of their products on there now. But we'll still do a giveaway at the end, so what do you reckon to that, Tom? Brilliant. Could you not buy the products on their old website? Uh, I think you could. I think it was through a different website, but now it's a lot easier. There's okay. a catalogue that they do also. I need some new bits. <laughs> Are you going to have a new uh, ignition cover or something? Uh, a floor mat. A floor mat? Oh, you're into the floor mats now? Yeah, because my garage is uh, flooded the other day, and now I just need a, a new mat. <laughs> I did, actually. Builders fucking pissed me right off. Uh, every time it rains, the, the whole neighbourhood water comes shooting down like a river straight into my garage. That's what rivers do. No, there's not a river. It shouldn't be a river. It's a driveway. And now, it, and everyone's funnels into my garage. And I messaged him a couple of times. You're a bit, you're a bit handy though, aren't you? At building, you should level it good. off yourself. No, and it's a big job, I think. And then he said, I don't know, just didn't reply. So it's wound me up a bit. Actually, I'm all the stuff I've got, loads of frames in there with my old gear that I've raced in. I had some victories in, and um, there's like twelve of them, and they're all now rotting away because it's flooded like three times. So a bit of a wind up. That that doesn't sound like nice. you at all. That I, I wouldn't expect that from you. You're such an organised sort of geezer normally, aren't you? Well, it's not my fault. The garage is flooding. It's all in the garage. <laughs> it's your fault. The garage is a shit mess. No, it's not now. Why it are you being nasty no, already? No, 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 I'm not. No. I've had someone ply line the top or board the top up, so it's a proper space up. So if that you tell me done you did before, that. No, I, I couldn't do that. Oh, I had to attempt it. <laughs> I did attempt it first, but now a, a proper bloke come done it. A chippy. Um, what do you reckon to the new desk, Bill? First go. Yeah, first go. I feel rusty. I feel uh, very spread out, though. It's not as uh, no, not as much of a communal bond as it used to be. No, well, I can is. see you now. I can't smell you. Well, I can't smell you anyway. I had COVID. I so. can't smell anything. It's, it's fucked. Bless him. No, I'm all right. I'll tell you what, though. COVID for me was not too bad. But if you got it, <coughs> you'd be finished. Dead. Really? Yeah, Dead. the sort of geezer you are, how much you whinge about stuff, it'd have finished you off. I am feeling quite tired today, actually. <laughs> I was thinking because after this I'm going to ride the two stroke and I just thought to podcast and ride the two stroke and I've also been to KTEC this morning get a new suspension setting it's still only 9 o'clock not even 9 o'clock and, um, it's nearly 10 o'clock yeah right nearly 10 <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was thinking I'm almost stressed out because I'm like fuck what a day yeah busy busy people busy people we've got a lot to cram in yeah, yeah. and then maybe a podcast a while at the end of the day so I'm not I'm going to save my voice in this one I um I've put in a couple of notes because sort of 
been a while since we've done one together, so we'll probably... Shall we start right back where it began at the Dirt Bike Bits track build? Because that was the last time that you was knocking around with us, Bill. What, we haven't <coughs> spoke about that? We was just about to go and, and ride it before we'd done the last podcast. Ah. Yes, good. I've just been up and fettled it. Oh, another thing I've done this morning: been in the bobcat and done the track. <laughs> I was concerned when he said said you were in the machine this morning. Has it gone well, or have you yes, ruined actually. the jumps already? No, I didn't touch the jumps because it's a little bit dry up there. So you got to. I just done a couple of berms because the two straight I'd to rip a couple of berms, make myself look half sensible. But the rest of it's a bit too dry to fettle. And I did the jumps a couple of weeks back, so they're not too bad. Lovely. But the track build it's good. Don't my bits. Obviously sponsored it, thanks to them, and then it's held up well. I had a real good few weeks on it in between a little break because I had a, like a four-week break, and we just hammered the motors pretty yeah, much the only track I we rode. We turned the blog off a bit, didn't we? Uh, yeah, just things things happen. Had to do a bit of work. Out of, um, out of control, and I just worked hard up at the track, so I really enjoyed that. It's made it a lot more fun up there, changed it up, and then see if I can get over the jumps later on on the old two-stroke. I reckon you get over them. Easy. You reckon? Yeah, obviously. Well, it's dry. When you, nah, you've not been dry, here, but um, Tommy's uh, Tommy's teammate Jay, hey, he in rode here in the wet and couldn't get over the biggie. Really? Yeah, because of the rollers the rollers before, before it. Because uh, you landed flat in the bottom. Well, yeah. the the tooth. He had four goes at it and just went boom to the frame. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with boom. I did up plenty. Yeah, no, but he, he struggled. Uh, I think I'll jump the jumps today. But on the one, if I was riding that one two five before, I wouldn't have got the jumps. Not yeah, now, no one way. One two five was slow. Yeah. And sounded flat as a. Yeah, fun. it was, but the two fifty I would imagine's yeah faster than one two five. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> I don't know what would give you that you idea. How have you yeah. worked that? Out? Bigger CC. I reckon double. Double the CC. D- double. It might almost be double. Will that does that work? One twenty five plus one twenty five. <laughs> Just about double. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, you don't know because it's in uh, what year is it? Ninety six. I don't know how fast they are. I've never rode one. Yeah, I think it. I think it's going to be true. I think I'll get the jump. I would like it fast enough to get the jump because I don't like. Well, no, I like to be able to hit and flat out to jump it. But to, when I do like a whip or something, I normally need a bit in reserve so I can seat bounce. I think the only one you're going to struggle with is the big one. The rest of them you got nice run ups to. Yeah, no. No, uh, th- the big one would be fine. You reckon? Mm. Well, yeah, you're, you can wheelie over the. Yeah, you can really that, but you'd, I don't know. I I think I'll jump the big one, but I don't know whether I'll be able to do stunts off it. You might do a bar turn. Nothing. What else? Know. What else did they do in in '96? One legger. Yeah. Outside no, leg. They've done good stuff. I think McGrath used to knack that. He was pretty cool. I can't knack that. <laughs> Just can't. Maybe get I could out. try that. What you should yeah, do is get both these that. monster energies down you, and then <laughs> you'll be ready. And well, that too stuff, whatever you're drinking. Well, what's, is this Found a sponsor? This in the fridge. It's a daily sweet greens, kale, spinach. Remain celery, cucumber, apple, lemon. Is that is is scrounging any money out of them, or is that nah. just, an, or just just a, just for the love of it? I think it's an Aldi special. Mrs. got it. It's oh. all right, actually. It tastes a bit shit, but we'll have to be doing plenty of toilet breaks this afternoon. You're going to shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> all, all <laughs> pick like, that toilet roll back up. <laughs> tastes like pond water. Oh, looks like it as well. <laughs> to be fair, I should probably drink it because I won't be able to taste it either. No, you wouldn't. But yes, it does really taste like pond water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know, fuck it, it's what it is. But yeah, well, track build was good. Other than that, bit of grinding, a couple of shit races in the meantime. Um, yeah, should we go? Should we? T- no, nah, not my race, not yet. Yeah, let's oh, go I'm from already last up. week. What happened last week? Should we, should we nah, go I'm to the Maniacs or to yours? Back up onto the peak yet from that. I'm still a bit down about This it. might cheer you up. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I was the, the latter one. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, I don't... Boy, do you want to talk about my race straight away? No, no, no. no. I don't, I don't think anything. We're not bothered. I think the more it's a bit more of an enduro episode, isn't it? With uh, Romania. Yeah, well, that's that's what we're ready to. because I, I haven't seen Billy since um, Romania, so I've spoke to him obviously, but first well, time I've seen him. So we're ready. Can you scare him a bit? Tell no, him. well, also raced in Italy and twice and did good at both of them. Can we not talk about one of them too? One of the ones that I did think. Good? I thought that, you did good at Romania the last few days. Yeah, no, I did actually. Oh, overall, I did good. Um, first day, well. Qualifying day, um, had a crash about 30 seconds in, hurt my knee quite bad, that kind of set the tone for the first couple of days, um, so yeah, I qualified 10th and then um, so not not the best start of the week, and then first day was actually going pretty good, um, went, went to a physio after qualifying day and got my knee kind of put back in and trying to sort it out. I didn't I honestly thought after time trial that I wasn't going to be able to start the next day. I couldn't walk, I couldn't do anything. So uh, I was very surprised I rode and actually rode fairly. There's a GoPro over the crash, isn't there? Yeah, you can't really see what, well, you can see what happened. I obviously didn't turn left and went into a hole, but you can't really <laughs> see like if I, I still can't really work out if I twisted my knee or just the impact of I think hitting my bike. The bar. Yeah, mm, I don't know. I can't quite work out. Because then all of you, GPSs were all to skew as well. Yeah, but I feel like the the front wheel hit the other side of the hole and then rolled that way. Ah, yeah, true. Because there was so much dust and like just shit yeah. in the GPS mounts and stuff. Um, so anyway, not really sure if I twisted it, hit it. I'm guessing a bit of both anyway. Um, but was very um, surprised with actually how it felt in the road. Um, fairly pain-free considering how so it was after time trial. So first day was going pretty good. Um, rode me, Johnny and Taddy pretty much together most of the day and we were pretty good. I think me and Johnny were first and second at service point, uh, like on the day and then uh, stayed with him for the whole day. The last hill, literally two kilometres for the finish, was the same final hill as the first day of last year. So I kind of knew we were near the finish um, and just actually past Johnny at the bottom and was like making a bit of a break. So I was just kind of pushing on following the line from last year and then the line from last year kind of just disappeared across an off camber um too low the 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 new line was like about five or six feet higher up the hill and the line i was on kind of just went to a a long slab which on an off camber which disappeared it's quite hard to explain if you don't really know um the kind of like way they set the track out and stuff but basically Romania is lots of off cambers and lots of switchbacks um, and you just slowly zigzag your way up the sides of mountains and anyway I went crossing off camber which no longer had a turn at the end of it um, and it was so steep I couldn't get back so I was just stuck I thought I thought I was stuck there till the race ended to be fair you said you was like 20 minutes though yeah, and, uh, probably about 10-12 minutes looking at the times from Johnny because um, we were pretty much together I'd just made a break on him like maybe he's 200 metres further down the hill and finished like uh, I think 11 minutes after him so a uh, bit annoying probably put us from 4th back down to 8th I think ended up the first day um, I think yeah. it was 9th wasn't you day 1 uh, might have been ninth. I'm not really sure I, I was watching the times but I can't remember I think it's 8th or 9th but oh, I thought I wasn't coming out of the hole until the marshals because obviously this year and la last year and this year were no outside assistance 
at Romaniacs. So you're literally just, if you're in a hole, you're in a hole until... Oh, no one helped you out that hole? No. Another, another rider can help you. Yeah, another rider, but obviously... No one was surely in the hole, were you? No, because everyone... It was... You could kind of see... I was literally just following the, the line of last year because um, we did it last year. And um, obviously it had been rid in the year by other people or tours or whatever and there was a new line that developed because this line just went too low to be able to turn and come back on yourself and it was like a a long slab which I arrived to and I thought oh this could be tricky because like, it was a slab which had nothing beneath it it was like just could keep falling 100 meters of just steep forest which was too steep to stand on and I thought oh this could get interesting put my front wheel on I was like this could get very interesting and then I was like mm, I'm not actually going to try that so then I tried to turn around and just ended up low like like this with my, my handlebar was resting against a tree that was stopping us from just free falling like my back wheel was just weightless because the hill was so steep and um you want to have it, a go it's very difficult like you're not getting the, the 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 grasp of it it's so difficult to explain the position i was in um i can see you i reckon you've pivot turned buried well, the back wheel yeah, and it's well, just I, gone. I pivot turned because the line i was on went to nothing and i thought if i go off, uh, across this slab and it's not going to grip, which I didn't think it was because it was quite damp in that on that hill. Um, I'm just going to be. You get that? <laughs> Do I? No, yeah, go on, have a go, get it. What is, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, mate. Hello. Can you can you hear me, mate? Yeah. Come up into the. Anyone else want to come, Dad? Just just no, give him a message. He invites everyone these days by the looks of things. Hey. Fucking hell, things have gone downhill since. We're gonna have left. to cut all of this yeah, shit. Yeah. Go <laughs> right and then up, and we're in the garage. They go right at Bill's van behind the... Why don't you just go out and get them? It's like 10 steps and you're going to greet them. See you later then, See Tom. See yeah. Well, I can't... We'll come back. I will carry yeah. on. You you go and invite your guests. Well, what should I do now in this situation? Invite them in. There's two chairs. Put the coffee machine on. They can have a live experience. Yeah. Get 20 quid off them though as well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take some money for tickets. We'll continue with Romaniacs because he doesn't really care about it, eh? Oh, well, fuck it. Look, he's fucking useless, yeah. this plane. Leave the door open <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the light changes on the cameras as well. That'll help. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> moron of a bloke. Um, so right. that, that was the first day. Got out of the hole. I, I really didn't think I was going to, but somehow I did. Kind of smoked myself getting out. There was like five or six switchbacks left to finish that hill. And uh, I was just like, would do one, turn my bike off. Collapse over the handlebars for thirty seconds, but like two switchbacks later, I arrived to like where the the next where the spectators not spectators, but there was a load of camera up in Skinner was there, and I was like, oh, good old Skinner. They, they all, I must, I, I watched my GoPro back actually, because at long last I've started editing Romaniacs vlogs, and uh, you can see my face. I just look, I'm like white as a ghost. So if you haven't, there'd be there's GoPro, and I'm not even talking. I'm just like hanging over the bars, just dead. Um, can so, we do a shout out for Mike Skinner? Because I was getting quite a lot of messages saying like, I can't find anything racing. Skinner, I don't know yeah, how he's uh, everywhere. Skinner, Skinner is everywhere, and Skinner, I give him the GoPro for the vlog, so we have a lot of footage. Although he kind of, he kind of just decided he was going to be his own media outlet and videoing <laughs> fucking everybody. There's twentieth place stuck on a hill, so instead of having probably like. I don't know, 30 videos from the week of myself to watch. I've now got 300 to find out. He was doing five-minute recaps so, every day. Yeah, no, he, and he, he, he came up to us on the, in the bivouac on the second night. He was like, oh, I've got a fuck. I've just been editing a video on the side of the hill on my phone. I'm going to have to go and find signal because there's no signal in the bivouac. So then he rode like half an hour away down a dirt track on his bike to get signal. Just so to upload could, it. So he could upload it, bless him. 
But no, he's a um, he's a good lad, Skinner. So How was the bivouac? Bivouac was bivouac was the second day. We'll keep going. So first day, ninety percent, ninety five percent, very good. Was actually really happy. How my knee actually felt pretty good. Rolled pretty good, and then just got stuck on the last hill and. You, uh, on that race you just can't afford to make mistakes and be stood still really so like losing 10 minutes there I kind of um, I, I kind of knew that was going to be the end of a kind of at least the challenge for the win um, so that was annoying you know but just was just uh, the stakes are too high and there's everyone's pushing that hard you can't afford to, to be stood still for that length of time so um, bit annoying but when again for the second day um so again, I started pretty late in the day just because obviously you, you go, you start each day off the previous day's finishing position. So I, I think I was eighth or ninth. So I started eighth or ninth um, again for the next day, um, which was second day. What happened second day? Oh, that was hard morning. That was a long morning because obviously the the end of the second day was the bivouac. So second day is the day that Jarvis hurt himself as well. Jarvis right? and Gomez both both yeah. struggle well Gomez dehydrated Jarvis his knee so end, the second day end of the second day was in the bivouac so the service point on the second day was pretty late on it was after like 75 k's um, and the morning was actually really difficult uh, me and Alfredo set off together uh, and he was actually going really fast first I'd say to the first checkpoint was all just across the fields well across the mountaintops but all wide open flat out and we caught um Wade, Kabachev, Mario and Johnny We're all together We caught all them up at the first tank point So like we were, me and Alfredo were going really fast in the morning So then there was like six of them rode together For pretty much the whole Most of the whole morning um, And we were going uh, Yeah, pretty good Pace was high uh, Quite a lot of goal loops There was like four goal loops Just one after another And kind of we were, The pace was so high this year Apart from kind of Manny and Graham Were probably I'd say A little bit ahead of everyone else But in terms of the rest of it, we were all kind of matching each other. What do you want to? He's back. Oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> we're, we're on a live podcast here, but... <laughs> no, it's not live anyway. Go and carry on. Um, yeah, so the pace was kind of so high between where it was, we're kind of matching each other and like I'd be better. And so we all kind of would find each other again at the end, uh, in between... Um, so right, rode together, and then just slowly but surely, someone would kind of overheat and drop off the back because the temperatures were really high this year. So there was one re- new uphill for this year, which was just before service, which was really long, which was where um, Alfredo dehydrated, Ken Kabachev dehyd- well was pretty much just about dehydrated at the bottom of there as well. Because um, Gomez was real. Yeah, Gomez was really bad. Like I, I overtook him. He was actually leading out of the group of all of us that were together. Um, and then there was the last, the last uphill before service was really long. It took probably like half an hour, um, and just so hot. It was kind of like on a bit of a ridge, not too much tree cover. So it was like there was just nowhere to hide from the heat. Even when you kind of had a rest or like try to have a breather turned your bike off the heat from your engine would just boil you alive mm. as well it was it was um and because it was so the service was so late into the day i actually didn't but i think just about everyone else ran out of water in the camelback yeah i see johnny saying uh, to skinner i think get me a bottle of water i think that was for his brakes i was <laughs> johnny had quite a bit of brake fade all week oh, no. um well the old gal for brake yeah pads. Uh, johnny was for his brakes but um 
but speaking to everyone just on the bivouac and that time, Johnny did actually run out of water that day. Uh, Manny said he ran out of water like an hour before service point. Alfredo was out of water when he... Uh, he it was bought, like 32 degrees. He right? bowled over it. It was hot and, and humid more than anything, which... Um, for kind of where you were in the mountains, it was quite. I was quite. But I never felt that in Romania before. No. Um, so yeah, service was quite late. So everyone was kind of run out of water, overheating bits and bobs. So I passed Alfredo at the bottom of the the, the hill, um, and I could see like when I passed him, he, I just kind of passed him and went. He wasn't putting up any kind of well. Obviously, I'm sure he was trying, but he just didn't have anything in him to try and even like stay with me. Yeah. And then. Um, few switchbacks later, Johnny and Wade were already behind us, so I thought Alfredo is not, you know, hasn't got much in the tank. Yeah. Um, so then I got to the service point, and because it was the service before the, the bivouac, it was a 40-minute service point that day. Cause it was, oh, quite a long one. Well, it was 10 minutes to ride to the service point exit, so it was 30 minutes in service, so you right. could change your tyres, and like, because it was the last you were going to see the mechanic until the next day. So, so after the bivouac, you was... Do your own bike, no yeah. sit, no change of gear, nothing. Yeah, no. You well, so the night before you packed like a big bag with your tent. Oh, so you could take some stuff. So you could take what you want, but obviously you didn't have it. You had to hand it in the night before. Okay. So like you could give them like you, I give them like a, another set of clothes, another set of gear. Okay. Uh, yeah, everyone had like a real big bin bag, but a big, big one, so you could fit. So, kind of so night one, you had to hand in a stuff for bivouac night two. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it actually worked out fine, really, and it was. I think it was quite a good little addition. I'll have one of them, Tommy, if you're offering. Yeah, if you can hear a load of banging around, Tommy's playing uh, He's housekeeper. using the coffee machine for the first time Do you know how life. to work that? Yeah. Fucking hell. So, yeah, well, anyway, I got to service, and it was obviously the long one, so I was there for 30 minutes, and Alfredo still didn't arrive. He still it was he late still, in. He still hadn't came in. Um, so like and I said obviously to the team and stuff I said oh when I passed him he didn't look good at all um, but you passed him on the track I passed him on the, the last gold hill before before the service point which was probably 20 minutes before service so like close um, I say he didn't look good so and then it, Roxy said when he arrived to service he just like collapsed and he was like floating in and out of consciousness um it's lucky he had 30 minutes then. Yeah, well, I think he stayed for a while in the end, oh, right. quite longer. But yeah, he's, uh, everyone was like really, really shitting themselves. Um, yeah, he just kind of collapsed. He couldn't talk. He couldn't sit up, couldn't eat. They were like having to feed him. Like, And really then, so after service, it was what, another 40 kilometres? Uh, no, nah, it uh, must have been later than 70 k's, to be fair, because weren't, it wasn't long. It was probably another hour and a half of riding after service. One difficult part. Thanks, Tom. Very kind of you. This is a shambles. This, this one, is isn't. a shitty. We're, we're 23 minutes in, but we're probably going to have to cut most of it. Nah, I think just leave it in for the carnage. <laughs> Welcome back. Fucking set of dossers in the garage. <laughs> um, so it wasn't too difficult, but it was a long. It took him, like, we got back. Uh, Graham did, did his knee after, after service as well, so I kind of got to the finish. Kind of laughed. Manny said, Oh, Graham hurt his knee, pulled out because. Obviously, you know, we all arrived and he wasn't there. It was kind of, we're in the mountains just to ride us more than anything. So we're kind of just hanging out and stuff and like, oh, fuck, sucks for Graham. And then wondering, kind of just assuming, everyone kind of assumed Alfredo wasn't, was, wasn't going to come. And then about three hours later, he rocks up and like he still couldn't even talk. Like, honestly, he looked dead. 
He was just walking in. One of his mates was carrying his bag for him, and he's like, "He finds it like, he's like, oh. you um, like, filmed that husky vlog, and well, I edited it, and you said it in it, but then you didn't film him." No, I went over to it. I, I said, "Oh, I'm gonna go and see how Alfredo is," and then I just. I, I, the bit I actually put in the vlog was from like nine o'clock at night when the riders <laughs> briefing was happening, but and that's when he kind of looked a bit alive. But yeah, you, I've I've never seen anyone look like, and his voice as well changed so much. He's just obviously oh. had like nothing. Body had nothing left in it. Um, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. But, so, but how? So Jarvis didn't come to. He went back to the service. Oh, that point. was a story though. Which you've yeah. got. You've seen well, the bit. You've seen the, the behind the scenes on the husky vlog clips, but not. So, Jarvis uh, did his knee in a river, uh, just put his foot out and twisted it, didn't crash or anything, but yeah, just put his foot out in the wrong angle and did... He's proper done it, hasn't Did he? the damage, he did his ACL, had it fixed last week in Madrid. Um, but, so then he rode back, um, just on the, like, the, on onward GPS, they have, like, emergency routes, or, like, it's called, like, get me home or get me a safety route or whatever, so if you're... If you're in trouble or whatever, you can put that on and stuff. If that, that kind of like he disqualified from the race because obviously technically it's a shortcut or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he followed the get me home or whatever route back to the service point. That's like quite straight. Yeah, I think go. it was just fire roads to be fair. Got back to the service point and said, oh, my knee's done my knee or whatever. Um, it's hurting. But apparently he was like walking around. I think he was he was okay. You, you're just spectating for the rest of it or are you going to join me? What, what time's he due? Like now, now. It's ten, ten minutes. Whoops, here. Well, we'll just keep waffling about Romania then. Well, let's have you for ten minutes, and then you can fuck off again. All right. Well, so do I do ten more minutes, and then I'm. Yeah, and then I'm you done, can. And you then can we can f- do this, and then yeah. you boys. Well, we get ready, and then you come down and film. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking uh, useless, Dossa. No, well, we're trying to do stuff. You was all late. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to come at eight o'clock. I got told at nine last night. Plan, the whole thing's been a shit show. Yeah, right. It was well, nobody's yeah, fault. There was a lot of lot of variables going on. Anyway, Ed was changing his um, plans, and then I was here at eight o'clock. Don't even no get me here. started right. with the plans. So let's carry on. Let's carry talk. On. We'll, we'll, shall we come back to Romaniacs? Yeah, we'll he come can't. back when he's gone. Get out, do questions. So we'll so pause. We'll pause at Graham's dramas once he did his knee. We'll start. We'll re- refer back to Graham's drama. Let's do some questions because there's some good ones. I actually got. I've got a good one that I've seen. Um, I, I'm going to reword it slightly. The question was, which is also a valid question: What would you do if you weren't riding bikes? Which we've answered in the past before. But the, then he gave descriptions of a train driver, a Sparky, or I forgot the other one, which I could do over and then. I I'm not being a Sparky. No way. Well, well, I thought who, which job would suit each person the best? But I can't remember the third job, so I've fucked up a bit there. T boy. Um, how do you get them again? Hmm. You go ahead. I'll find the third job, and we can. Right. Afford, uh, who would suit which one the best? Well, I'll try and find one for Tommy. Um, there was actually some good ones. Your mate Jack Hawkins from the last one that made the voice note. Yeah, I met him at Fox Hill. He wants oh, to know when he's coming on the podcast. The, the, the motorbike nice guy. Yeah, was he, he was all right? Actually, yeah, he, he, was sound, right. he was all right in person. He didn't. He was more normal than he sounded on the, the uh, voice note. Um, will Will Billy or Tommy go on the Gypsy Tales podcast? That was. Well, I think we've answered that before, but I've um I've just been be. a bit lazy and not got back to the uh, matey. But I do want to go on it, and he's keen. But I think we have to set it all up. So he has like a studio, but we're going to set a studio up here, get a backdrop, so it looks like we're in the same room, and then um 
just do it. But we've, we haven't that been that busy lately, but I've just still not got around to that. So we will do it soon. Um, I quite like the ones he does, actually. I listen to them a bit myself. Tom Slack did... We, we got a nice shout-out in one of them. That was not very nice. Oh, you listened to him all more than me, didn't you? No, Billy I, d- to I, podcast. I do actually. For some reason, I don't tend to listen to us that much, but everyone told us uh, we've got a shout-out, so I... Uh, you listened to it. Yeah, I, I listened to the one yesterday, uh, or I watched it on YouTube with Jet and Hunter Lawrence. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I watched it, um, Worth a watch. Tommy, did you enjoy not having Billy on the show last time? Uh, I can't remember. What was the show? <laughs> the Lowe's Boys. Oh, yeah, it was mega about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was just a little bit different because obviously they're from the road race background. So, And it was more about them um, and their story journey about road racing. So um, it was a little bit of a different episode, but it still went down well. I think we had a lot of different audience. They enjoyed it. So it's what it is really. But it's nice to have Bill back. I Th- thought we was going to have Lee... Stan. Stan, the man on here as well. That was another question. Has Lee ever been on a podcast? uh, That's been... uh, It's ruining finding the actual questions because at all has Stan ever been on a podcast? It wouldn't have been as bad. If Stan was here now, I could have then left and then you boys could have cracked on about... We'll we'll crack on without you anyway. Stan will come in next week with Stan. Um, What's he doing today? Busy? Mm, Yeah, just sorting shit out. We're going to fly to America tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I see Johnny already left. Mm, Johnny went. Is a a lot of you doing it then? Yeah, every, all the normal. It's a, it's all a the normal hard enduro round. Next, ah, yeah, it's the next round of the, of the FIM Championship. Well, what was the one that, like, from um, the American? Yeah, he asked about the Tennessee, but then. Yeah, that was the same. It's the same race, but that's it's now been put part of the FIM Championship. Oh, it wasn't before. Well, it was from the start of the year. From this but year. But then we weren't going, and then we were. There's been. There's been there's, the plan has changed in the last month oh, four okay. times as to if we're going or not, but now. Well, we, the borders we are, are on, off, on, off, on, aren't they? Um, yeah, we've got some permission, national interest exemption from. The, we've got an NIE from the CBP to be allowed into the USA. Have you. What have you done scent bikes or ride no, bikes there um, we're getting bikes there there's scent parts suspension engines and bits and bobs so um, chassis and all wheels and all that used there yeah uh, the scent parts last week um, which I think have arrived you know, we've all, we, when we came out from Romania we all brought flight cases for engines and suspension just in case they didn't arrive but I'm, I'm not sure but I've given up I'm just doing as I'm told we've got to be a Heathrow tomorrow morning that's all I know you should have done as you just told him been here at 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't fucking hell. The first no. time you've beaten me, every other time it's I, you um, when it's late. I, to be fair, though, I did wake up at 7 just in case, and I seen the message saying Ed from Ed saying he could do it at whatever time. So I went back to sleep till 8 o'clock. Okay. Um, Dan Turner, has Tommy ever had a bollocking from Dave Thorpe? Have oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ever had a bollocking from Dave Thorpe? I got one at the weekend, actually, so um, it's quite fresh in the mind. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's maybe good, sometimes it's maybe shit. No, I am. Um, he's good. I don't really get a bollock in as such. It's just the more I can see the disappointment on his face as he's walking past. You've been so around um, long enough to know when you're in the bollock. Yeah, books. so I sort of know. I know him now, and I know when he's not happy. He wasn't happy at the weekend. Um, just so it's he's not he's not a hard man to please, but you have to. Um, I don't know. You have to just keep him happy, really. Do what he says, and uh, he's the boss. Yeah, he's the boss, and you you have to know you're, he's you're the boss. You're doing as you're told, aren't you? Yeah. Thursday, Friday, you got so go to. So I'm his. I'm his rider, and then if I, I'm going down there tomorrow because I had a little bit of bollocking from the weekend. So I'm going down to, so he can watch me ride a little bit, test a little bit with the boys, um, make it more of a sort of team thing rather than doing my own thing up here. So he can help me a little bit and um, get back on the right track. But just. 
had one bad race at the weekend, the second race, and uh, yeah, he wasn't happy. <laughs> oh well, not so much like a bollocking, but he was just I could see the disappointment, which was probably worse. So I've got to step up. Yeah, well, when's your next race? I told you that. Yeah, Ed told me that the weekend. Well, he saw. I told you that before the weekend. No, I said I'm not going <laughs> filming if you're going to do your normal. You was you. happy with my first race. First race, you had to go. Yeah. Second yeah, second race, race I just... You see how quick things. I left after the race? Yeah, he wasn't happy, it was gone. <laughs> I was gone. But second race, I just struggled. Sometimes sometimes good, sometimes shit. And um, I just struggled second race. I didn't have the flow, sort of pushed a couple of laps and then... Um, Did it rain? Did the rain put... No, nah, I would already... Ha- we were in the race before the rain came. Oh. It wasn't the rain. It was... Um, you actually I'd, did go forward and then chuck the anchor out. Because you yeah, pulled away from Sterry. Yeah. And then, I'd, then he reeled you back in. Yeah, I made a few mistakes and then a little bit... I need to... Get myself a little bit more comfortable with some of the setup that I've That's gone down question. the route. That's another question. Someone wrote on here something along the bike, some something along the lines of um, Tommy's bike makes Britney Spears look stable. Yeah, but it's um, I think I struggled a little bit on that track, and because uh, you like you've been what good it is. Suspension. Yeah, so I've set this bike that up, track and I really like, like it got um, real rough at the week, like sketchy yeah. rough, like bumpy but deep deep yeah, ruts you know on the takeoff. It's had quite a few classes again. Yeah, it was yeah, a few. Was well, not quite a few, but four, wasn't it? Yeah, but four, like, quite different classes, classes as well. Yeah. yeah. But it was more, I've gone down the route of setting my bike up, I think a little bit more for the practice tracks, where it's a little rut. And um, I s- maybe need to get away from that, which made me realise at the weekend, which was too late. So I've he's, already been to KTEC this he's morning. He's going to fix it this suspension. week. Get off his case. You're going to be yeah, fast so next time. So um, one I'm more one about it. this week, and then someone said, what was making Tommy sick in his vlog at the end of the race? Uh, for some reason, when I when I race, I always get dirt stuck at my throat and it just makes me heave at the after the race and the missus locked me out of the campus. So I had no water. <laughs> Brilliant. So, oh, um, God. yeah, it's not that I'm actually being sick. Like, I'm, 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 nothing ever comes up. It's just something at the back of my throat that then makes me heave. So it was, uh, I know, it's a weekend, not to forget, because the first race I'd done all right. Second race, there was flashes of all right, but I think I need to work on how I've set my bike up a little bit um, and it will allow me to push. So we've already changed that, making progress. I've been to Kate this morning. Uh, you right said, said, come on, next day. No, I'm going to round it up and then I'm going to four-piece, so hopefully we can improve. Number one then, um, what was it like riding with Daniel Ricciardo? Well, I didn't actually ride with him. I was coaching all day, so I came back, he was there and he was riding with Ed and... Um, Matt Jones for the majority of the day just I, gi- I give him a mini bike I actually give him your I mini bike I was on had 57 on the yeah, I give him your mini bike and I just pointed at the, at the hill and went off you go and I didn't see him for 7 hours he, he went in the woods for 7 hours he was just hours. buzzing yeah just he gone. Come, he come did back he come back for fuel just on an unsupervised day just yeah. just no, there was like no one telling him mate. he couldn't do something just I just pointed at the field and went ride anywhere you want and he just went really I went yeah yeah mate go for it and then he come back for fuel and then he made a track through the woods <laughs> and he said, oh, I've made a track. So we went and looked at it and then I said, should we get the lap time around? And he went, oh, fuck. No, <laughs> no, 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 because I shouldn't really be riding. Like, no. And then the racer in him went, get the lap time around. They was like, you Good could lad. hear them all like laughing that. from down here and the, they was in the woods and you could just hear them bursting out laughing. Oh. So they obviously had a good day. That's he didn't bend your bike either, so. That's all right. I have bent that one plenty. Um, I found this on what I was on about. Mr. Tommy Cox said if you had any other job what would it be well we'd only go on that but then he's 
his definite um, what's the word? His examples are Sparky accountant train driver. So I thought, which one? Oh, <laughs> who, who's who? You're the accountant after this week. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, that's why I've had no vlog. I've spent all week doing my fucking invoices. He showed me a set of receipts like this. Fuck, that what a out. shit job that is. We, we, want, we want about it before you come, to be fair. I reckon Tommy's the sparkier, but the one that doesn't actually no, do don't. anything, he just sits there in the corner. I'd be the sparky where people say when an electrician comes to the house, they just fuck everything up and leave. So I think you'd be the train driver, just stop yeah, and go. Yeah, just burr. open the doors. If you just no, mind the no, gate. He'd be too dirty. He'd be just sat on his phone the whole time. He'd be at risk to all of his passengers. No, um, I think it's sparky. Do you think you're sparky? Yeah, because all the. My brother's a plumber. My other brother is. Um, just does everything, plastering, building. So if you had a spark in I family, reckon I'd be the train driver, to be fair. I spend enough time in a driver's seat. And that means I've got to do the accounting job. Yeah, but yeah, you're I the only sophisticated one amongst it. You're the job. business one, eh? Yeah, it is a shit job. But I wouldn't want to do that. Got a good question, eh? Yeah. More on them. We'll like them questions. Um, we, we did... I did do a voice note thing, but we haven't had that many. Uh, there's three come this morning. Yeah, I know, but I haven't put them on here. I, I might be able to connect my phone. We'll do them when he's gone. All right. Because he's fucking off again. Do you guys train off the bike much together? No, but we're going to do a vlog about it. Mm. That's yeah. been on the car. We've been planning that for a while, but obviously I've been away There's for There's a the few things on the car. While you're at it. A ride day at yeah. some point needs to be on the car. That's Billy. Oh, don't get fucking out. started. <laughs> We've been trying to organise <laughs> that. It was a question. Months. Someone saying, when are you going to do one at Fat Cats? But I think it mm, probably Apex. Apex. Why has it been so long since you've done a podcast? Well, we've been, been away. away. But to be fair, use a dossers because I said get the week Stan was home. I said get Stan on, and then I'll phone in. Yeah, but phoning in was it was better than not delivering anything. Because no, you I want to listen to someone. It would have been quite good with just me, you and Stan. Because <laughs> you're not like him. No, no I told you. I said to you, Stan's home for this week. I'm not, but get you Stan get a different and um, take on it, and then Stan's quite. Like, funnier than Bill. Yeah, but to be fair, then I've had to Stan do 10 days sat indoors. Stan doesn't need any more credit. He already thinks he's, he already thinks he? he's a superstar. Yeah, bless <laughs> He's having his own camera now, he reckons, and YouTube channel. I think I'd watch it. <laughs> people actually asked for that in the no, comments on the video, saying, when's Stan going to do, like, a mechanics channel? Yeah. The best, um, the best, your, your best YouTube that I said was the best one was the one that Stan was in the majority of the time. On his camera on the yeah. helmet. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm not denying it's very good, but that, that like it's good at a race like that one. It's not really a proper race for us, and we can both kind of relax a little bit because that was that the NGO GP, uh, not yeah. the extreme race. So like, I do I, I do agree. And like, it was good on that, him really doing good. more. It would be good, but there's like a fine line between like when it's classed as like fucking around and stuff like that. It's always difficult to what with husky. Not yeah, not just with husky, just with in general, like not knowing. You've got to do some work. Like he wasn't really work. fucking around. Nah, I know that, but like at the same time, at an extreme race or whatever, there's more to do and he's busier yeah. and stuff. Like it's oh, it's yeah, a lot harder than people think. You know, they think you've just got like hours and hours at every weekend to just fuck around with a camera or whatever. But like we um we're, with what we do already, I think I feel like I'm close yeah. to the limit. Well, what now you're talking about filming at the weekends? Give us a brief overall of the Husky vlog because someone said, why is Billy hoard himself out to Husqvarna and not doing his own? So tell us what that is and why. Yeah, so Husky, obviously, seen the vlogs and liked the vlogs and they wanted a piece. Um, so I said, oh, it doesn't really make sense you just posting my vlogs because then there's no point having them on my channel. So the, the plan is obviously to do both like uh, like I did from, from Italy, from Aberstone. And I did actually put the first one out from Romania, but like I've just said, I spent the last week sorting out invoices from the last year and account expenses and it's just took considerably longer than I was expecting whilst also 
planning prepping stuff to go to America so I just haven't had chance to even start well I started yesterday for the first time since Romania to look through Skinner's footage so hopefully within the next week I think there'll probably be two maybe three more from Romania which is not ideal bringing them out this late but it's better late than never so I'll probably just filter them in amongst other vlogs which are coming I actually filmed one yesterday and a bit this morning so there's plenty coming haven't hold myself out just edit off. the reason the Husky one's actually done faster is because Ed edits them I film well, the, and Red Bull gives us footage yeah me and Roxy me and Roxy film them mainly Roxy actually for the Husky channel because I am a, she does while, whilst I'm racing and stuff which is what what I quite like my channel's more like what what I do at the races and while I've got the camera then whilst I'm racing Roxy films and talk shit to the mechanics the Husky ones are the whole team aren't they yeah Husky the one is for the mechanics. team obviously Graham and Gomez kind of just freeze when I put the camera on them so it tends to just be me talking but um, no, I like when you film Graham they'll listen up Graham's good Demo's actually pretty good on the camera as well a Demo and Stan podcast would actually probably be quite good <laughs> just them two just bitching about me and Graham um, that would actually be quite good in the way. but Demo's actually pretty good to film he usually gives quite a good answer and stuff like that so the Husky one is kind of filmed by me me and Roxy Ed edits them, plus we get the Red Bull TV footage. So um, so it all just, the turnaround time's a lot faster because Ed's, Ed's sat there on a Monday morning waiting for the wee transfer file to come with his fingers warmed up ready on you, Edward. Yeah, I've done, he, done some serious editing the last 10 days. If he hasn't done a first draft by the Monday evening, then he's disappointed with himself. So that's why it seems like the attention goes to the Husky channel, but it's just because there's, there's more help. Go- well, not more help, but more, more people involved. Mm. And while we're on the subject of editing, there's keep an eye out on the Mockoff channel because I've been doing... I uh, spent months on this one. I've done documentaries that have... Pissed, not pissed me off. That's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> no, I pissed you off. You just ring me complaining okay, no, about no, them. No, they're just. Does he ring you complaining <clears throat> about them? No, the problem is, is, is uh, someone's filmed two, two cameras and a red camera of all things. So every time I load it into the computer, it just crashes it just the goes computer. And I just, no, oh, see you later. So <laughs> it's harder when you film the stuff. You know what you filmed, so it's easy. Yeah, you haven't got to watch it. I've literally watched hours and hours of Justin Brayton and Adam Jones and mm. talking. Yeah, talking ones are bad as well. It's not even. When it's like action, you can kind of doesn't matter too much of the order. Well, yeah, you no, get the gist matter. of it a lot faster. But yeah, um, there's a question on here for you, Bill. That was it was quite funny. It was something like, "What's it like to ride um, the a one and only Lee Edmondson prepared bike?" <laughs> <laughs> Have you always had him as a mechanic? Uh, since no, nah, I had another guy. Well, a couple of other ones, but for for the last four or five years, so. I do. I can't actually notice a difference. Like when sometimes when we're um, testing or whatever, I ride a, a bike that one of the Italian mechanics has built, um, and it always just doesn't feel quite the same. Like I don't know, because yeah, he knows what you want. Yeah, he knows. Like just small thing, and I don't know. It's weird. Like things that shouldn't make any difference or to it how it feels, to how it feels or whatever. It, but even just down to like the way the cable wire, like cable tie the. Uh, start a button wire and like the way they've cable tied stuff on and yeah. stuff like that it doesn't actually make a difference to how it rides but if every time you get on the bike you notice something that hasn't been that's not the same um so like if if i do end up riding a test bike a mechanic like an italian's built or whatever if it becomes a race bike i say oh, that needs that needs took apart and put back again. that needs took apart not that they do anything wrong it's just that i'm yeah, what i'm used different. to do you know what i mean like i'm used to seeing things and and having things exactly the same on like all my bikes wiring wise and just bits and bobs and stuff like that so you do actually notice a difference as stupid as it sounds when i was at factory kawasaki for the end of the year 
every one of their bikes felt so similar because they had like a even on the wall they had a torque like a chart yeah, so yeah. every single bolt on the whole bike was torqued the same and when I went from a oh, like bike, a spec how to build yeah, it like yeah. a spec so even if it is another mechanic touched the bike there was a spec sheet and every bike felt identical like now if I jump on a practice bike to a race bike when someone's just my mechanics just tightened it up. I don't know how he does it exactly, but I don't think everything's talked every single bolt. And on the factory team, it was, and you could really feel every single bike. You'd go from a practice bike onto your race bike, and you you just couldn't tell the difference. It was mm. mad. I don't know, like a little thing like that, but so um, yeah, it sounds it like nothing, so but like it it makes quite a big difference. I can imagine, especially like in the GPs when you used to uh, jump on two bikes in a practice yeah, session. Yeah, it was honestly you could not tell the difference from a practice <coughs> bike to the race bike to the spare race bike. It was just like mad, mm. that good. While you're on the subject of bikes, there was a lot of questions about this. Why was Billy riding a 2023 oh, bike in the Mania? Because so people I, have noticed a few changes. They was asking, it's where's brilliant. the oil cap? Makes for brilliant reading them <laughs> lot. I'm not, even, I'm not even going there. You what? said it was. What are you on about? To me? Jeff, uh, fuck. But no comment. Uh, well, uh, it no, what gate. I will say, what I will say, which is quite funny. They spend that long looking at mine, Graham, Gomez and Manny's bike. They failed to realise there was actually two 2023 bikes being rid by test riders. But you don't know In who. the race. I know who, but they obviously didn't. They, didn't. they weren't <laughs> looking close enough. They're so they spend that long conspiring as to what's going to be on the new bikes and what's not. Well, but there's another question. There was, has Billy had 5G installed there, on his yeah, bike? Yeah, 5G's on mine. It, it links up to the vaccine that we've all had. <laughs> and then Bill Gates is basically controlling the race team now. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is you didn't ride a new bike? Oh, I rode the same bike as I rode in the previous race. Was there a difference with the oil cap? No. You don't even know what an oil cap is. No, that's what I mean. I don't know. No comment. <laughs> I couldn't. I you're, getting a bit, must, you're getting a bit flustered, so there must have been some oh. differences. <laughs> no. There are obviously differences. It's a factory bike. There's obviously a lot of differences in a factory bike, but I don't generally don't know what's going to be on the new production bike or not. Um... No, no, they don't really tell you that stuff. No, they? I did. Act, I rode like the a pre-test of the new model bike, actually last year. But it had, had the, off again. Yeah, we'll, got a we'll, we'll see in a bit. So it, it had the uh, the bike I rode had the old plastics on, and from like a outside looking, and you couldn't actually tell the difference. But but yeah, it is funny they spent that long conspiring about our bikes in Romania. They missed they missed the ones they should have been looking at. I think I know who was riding. Well, you will know because you know who it is. But but he did <laughs> say, he, yeah, you'll know. He said he's never going back to Romania ever again. He did gold this year. Really? Mm. A play? English boat. Uh, oh, you give him too much away then, didn't you? Not English. British, though. Ah. Um, yeah, you managed see to work out. At the gate on I just managed there's no one here. to yeah. work that out. This is, a, this is one for you, Tommy. What, what do you think about Triumph making a motocross bike? Good. Nice, isn't it? Just to have someone else in the sport. Someone, and I think they're going to do a proper job of it as well. So it's not like they're coming in or a few people have asked me, is it going to be a copy of, um, or just like speculating, is it insane item, but just be a KTM copy again. But I think from what, I, from what I've heard, it's just a whole new bike. There's no... They just signed Carmichael. Well, they, he's been riding. I think he's been a test rider for a couple of years already. Oh, has he? Um, so I think from what I've heard, it's a full new bike. No. They should probably get a British test rider because it's British company. Yeah, it's near here, isn't it? Factory. Yeah, really close. Yeah, so it was. I don't know. It's just mega, isn't it? Like new bike, especially if they want to take it seriously, rather than just coming in, copying a bike, changing the plastics, and then um, not like what they've done with Husky. Blah blah. blah that's good because it's 
new bikes and Husky and Gas Gas is still good, but the way Triumph are doing it, it's not been bought by another bike. It's just yeah, a it's their own people like more it. money coming in from a different mm. area and like more competition. So like there's there's more fighting going on amongst them. Yeah, folks. even like Beta in um, yeah with Johnny and Van Orbeek, how good he's done on that bike. It's I think it's just good. It's obviously money for someone, another job, another another um. Yeah, manufacturing sport can't do any harm, especially being British as well. It's mega. Great stuff. I'm just, I was just. I'll, I'll yeah, have you, a look. You pick one out of yours. There's loads of shit in here, but I can't. Fuck. Can't all. filter them quick enough. Um, has your mechanic ever been on a podcast? There's another one. Has Stan ever Why been did Daftly Eddie think a curved TV screen <laughs> would not be in a curved box? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, he did something. Oh, uh, actually, when he comes in next week, just ask him about the booking the flights to America. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, I've heard this. <laughs> good, or not? Yeah, it's good. Expensive. Expensive. He went to check his bank account the next morning and got shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but flights are all expensive at the minute. Uh, well, it is when you book double the amount you need. Has Tom had the opportunity to ride Loretta's and would he consider riding the Vets 30 class? Mm, I would. Did you see Ryan Hughes there at the weekend? On the old bike? Yeah, he come from like 20th to 4th. Mm, no, he done well. He's quite good. I think he used to race. <laughs> um, but he... Uh, I would do it, but it's a bit of an effort, I think, because it's not just turning up and racing. Um, when yeah. I was a kid, I actually raced Mini O's, which is a race in Florida, um, on my 85. I just went out there with my dad, stayed at Millsap's house for um, th- three weeks, and then we raced, uh, uh, raced Mini O's, which I think is in... October or November, uh, which was, I think I got third or fourth in one of the classes. So I have done an American race before. That's sort of the second biggest one. Um, I wouldn't race the plus 30 class. I think it's quite just tough to actually do if you're not living out there because you have to qualify. I think there's like an area qualifier, regional qualifier, and then a main main thing. So it's not as easy as jumping on a plane, going to race it. Do you Uh, not think you'd qualify? But I don't know. It'd be tough. But you're Mike Brown. Mike Brown already beat me head in the British each, Championship head by but, one point, actually. Headbutted each other. No, because Dean trains with Mike, and then sometimes he's there, and we always talk about when he's... In one year in the British Championship, Mike uh, Brown beat me by one point. Have you seen point. Dean recently? Have you seen well, Dean recently? Go in a minute, let me ask no, Well, no, as he lives Hello, in America, no. Uh, he rang me yesterday, he wants to be you. He's right. got a tash. All right, then. Oh, I have <laughs> actually seen that. I've re- seen him put his poll on, on Instagram. Right, I'm done. Wob's here. Let's see that, right, man. So, that, um, yeah, you're going to work now. Why don't you don't do, seeing as Tom's here from Image Design Customs, why don't you quickly go and get your helmet, pop it on the desk here, and we'll have a quick look at it on this here podcast as well as on your podcast. Do you want to run and get it? <laughs> You've got something else here, aren't you? So um, we're about to film a video, uh, a vlog actually of Tommy's channel for the CR250. It's been a while. The reason it's took a while is when we went to uh, pick the bike up from Wob, the front axle was temporary which was good enough to ride up and down the field but not good enough to um jump jump you com- are you confident in this one and now we've got the, the axle <laughs> well wob's confident even wob says you've got to go steady on the bike um warm it up so i've graded the little flat track so it's just quite looking forward to it really but he's obviously confident you've Everything got a jet it and a few enough. other things haven't you yeah but he reckons it's jet jetting takes so quickly oh um technique can do a lap of the super enduro track on it 
Mm. I reckon you could, but I couldn't do it on any bike. So <laughs> this bike probably wouldn't make. How do you reckon his face? How do you reckon his face would look if you when you started heading towards it? What this injury? If you if you wheelie towards that the one of the bars. I don't think he minds. Wob sort of like it's here to be. It's it's built to be really. It was kid. knackered before, isn't it? And no, you're not so knackered that much. And he just says, "We've built it once. We can do it again." So I need to speak to him. Actually, I asked Stan to order some titanium T bars for my dad's birthday in May, and they still haven't arrived. Oh, so right. Either Stan's, Stan's a useless twat, or he's a useless twat. One of the two. So we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. <laughs> well, he's gonna walk through that door in a minute, oh, so you can ask him. Stan ordered any T bars? Yeah, as my father. He actually keeps reminding us. Because my birthday next week, and my mum said, oh, what do you want for your birthday? And my dad went, freaking have what he bought me, fucking nothing. <laughs> I think you need, um, T-bars aren't good enough for your dad. He needs a power tool of some description. Nah, he wants to t- he's, he'd be buzzing about the titanium ones because he used to wank over the Motion Pro do titanium tyre levers and he always wanted some of them to put in his backpack. But Factory Image Racing actually makes some nice titanium bits as well. They do. Uh, uh, Here's Wob, he's here. We've got all the boys here now. Yeah. We should start charging tickets yeah, I was for this. Say, Thomas. Yeah, that's why it's been a little bit of a... How many people have you invited? Oh, a little bit of a coming? mess, this podcast, because we've got... A little we bit. We are doing the... Um, so the Tom, bike, so Tom's going to unveil a nice new helmet here. Here we, go. here we go. Have you seen this yet? I thought we was going to do this when we filmed it. The yeah, no, film. but the, another bit for the vlog. This is going to come out after the vlog, isn't it? Oh, it looks oh, well. Oh, it does look well. Yeah, that does. That's nice, nice, isn't it? it? Very nice. That's probably the nicest helmet I've ever had. Is this like an inspired old school paint job? Yeah, that yeah. is. Probably oh, look. The best You've one. got like this, the Showtime Searle on the back. Yeah, that's nice. That's a proper, you can see it's, well, it's just a What, what job, would something like set you back for that? 1,500 quid's worth of paint. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I haven't got to pay for it, have I? <laughs> 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 you're paying for it now oh yeah you've got gold leaf on it yeah that is um, that's the best one I've had I think mm. we're going to have to sti- you've got a few more sponsor stickers to stick on it yeah anyone to shout out while you're at it um, I don't know his name the company's name <laughs> oh so no that's brilliant nice. isn't he Right, well, right. You, you can you can vacate yeah, we'll now. Go. You can go and entertain How the long, much longer are you going to do till we can go and do that? However long you need us to do. My phone's on, so... All right. We'll finish Romaniac debrief and then we're done, I think, anyway, innit? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll see you in a bit. See you later. Bye, Thomas. Right, then. So you're going to pick back up where you left off? Oh, wait, at least fucked off. Just go and get the bike out. We'll be ten minutes. You can take your helmet. <coughs> If you're, if you're listening it's all going to be cut out but you might as well leave all the drama in for the YouTube videos yeah. so if you're, if you're way better watching this on YouTube just can't <laughs> there's fucking people everywhere yeah. Tom, Tommy's just on his own agenda oh my god what a shambles he's got, this no, he's got no shame has he we're supposed to be we're supposed to be up in the production level here shut the door as well there we go fuck me Bill <laughs> right then well we might as well go back to Romania yeah we're on about Graham Graham's adventure yeah, day, day two he just um, he just spanned himself he just hurt himself and you hadn't told us a story about Roxy trying to save him so yeah they headed back to the, he headed back to the paddock um, well not to the paddock sorry to the service point which as uh, it was late in the day because we were going to the, the I'm going to swap seats as well so I've got yeah. less editing 
Uh, we're both on one camera for now, and yeah. we have two cameras. This, you can. Right. So we head back to the service point, which was, a, which was late in the day, so that meant it was far away from Sibiu, and I think it was like an hour just on a dirt road to get there, like it was in the sticks. Yeah. So anyway, Graham comes back, knees certain, whatever, just wants to exit. Luckily, um, uh, Sandra, his missus, and uh, Alberto, the guy who was helping him out from Spain, they were still there with, with his hire car, so they... Anyway, give us a bike, get gets I don't even think he got changed. Just got in the car, set off out of the the service point and just head in a direction, hadn't actually looked which way they needed to go. And there was only one dirt because it was a dirt road into the mountains, there was only one way which was suitable back to the tarmac road. Are they trying to get back to the service so point? So they're then? no, they're at the service point in the higher car, exiting to go back to the hospital because his knees hurt. He, he just give giving them a kind of excuse bike. Luckily everyone was still at the service point right, when he gets right. back. Um, misses with the hire car, everything. So yeah. he's given them the bike, got in the hire car, and they literally just left the service point apparently and just turned the wrong direction and just then realised I think they had no signal. Oh god! Or or, or they might have been on, they might have had Google Maps going in anyway. But there was only one way which was suitable for a, a, a normal car back to the asphalt road. Anyway, they were heading the wrong direction. Yeah. Either following the shortest route on Google or Google Maps or whatever. I'm not really sure the, the story. Anyway. So then, few twenty minutes, half an hour later, there's a phone call. Uh, they'd hit a ditch and ripped the sump off the bottom of their hire car, and there's no oil in it, and uh, now they're stuck. So then, Andy, the team manager, and Roxy, sorry, set off in the husky van to find them, to bring them back to the service point, or to just take them to hospital. You can watch all this in the in the husky. Yeah, park. so they set off to find them, um, and got lot like they the couldn't. Yeah, Graham didn't have enough, or Graham's party didn't have enough signal to send the location. I think they just had cell, they must not have internet or whatever. So they set off the same road as the, the scene them leave service point on anyway. They got to like a river and the road kind of disappeared and like Roxy was having to stand on the side of the car to stop it tipping over and like it just got absolute carnage. Ended up not finding Graham. Um, got lost, ended up picking up this random Romanian dude just <laughs> driving in the car. With the, the dude, I think, actually navigated them back to the main road. They they ended up getting back to the paddock without finding Graham in the end. Yeah, but then they just chucked the geezer yeah, out the car and he's miles away from yeah, where I don't he know where he up. was planning on going or what was happening or whatever, but they got they got back a few hours later um, without finding Graham to, the, to, the, to civilization. The helicopter went and picked Graham up. Oh, my God. And because he's obviously no one could get to him, his car was fucked. Uh, the helicopter went and picked Graham up and took him to the bivouac, which is where the helicopter base was. Um, I didn't actually see him, I just heard about it. So he came to the bivouac and then left the bivouac in an ambulance to go to the hospital because CBU Hospital doesn't have a helipad, so you, you can't fly into oh on a helicopter. So, so he came to the bivouac and then sat in the bivouac in an ambulance, which meant the doctor went in the ambulance with Graham. So Gomez arrived, dehydrated to fuck, and there was no doctor there to give him a drip. I said to you, first thing I said, I feel I said, go get a fucking drip fired in here. Like, surely, like, this is medical exemption or what I know it's FIM, but like, he was dead. Like, there's, there's no way, shape, or form. There was that anyone would have disputed the fact he needed fluids <laughs> put inside of him. I said, go and get a drink. He said, the doctor's not there. He's got an ambulance of Graham and the woman wouldn't do it. I Can't said, fucking hell, just open the case. We'll have a go at firing it well, into you. take him a beer instead. <laughs> <laughs> get that down, mate. So he had his VIP tent. He had a, actually 
Jaeger wine beer, all sorts in his fridge because he won the shitty race up the stairs, which got me VIP tent. <laughs> I actually forgot to send you all that footage for the Husky vlog, but it wasn't that good anyway. It's basically the day before the race, we had a race. The finished stairs from last year were raced up them for oh, time. And the winner, it was a bit of a bollocks, really, because it just meant we were like a five-day race turned into a six-day race because we were in my kit for like four hours, like three hours, press conference, and then racing up the stairs. And like it, was, so it, annoyed, like it annoyed me a bit. I had a negative attitude towards it, which was probably wrong of us, but I wasn't I wasn't in the mood for it. I just wanted to chill at the hotel and wall and in my kit ready to race up the stairs and yeah, then get stuck on the top of the building for two hours. Well, have got hours and hours. Everyone has to do an interview on the top of the building Well, before we can then ride on the stairs back down the building. So we're all just in my kit, stood around like lemons for the day. So anyway... Gomez won that race, which meant he had a VIP tent. Big tent. It was it was pretty big. Like it was still a it was still a tent, but he, I think he had a proper bed in it and in the fridge outside. Oh, he was five star. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if anyone needed the tent, it was him. Bless him. So you made use of his VIP tent, and I used his. Here's fr- a question for you: If you'd have won it, would you have give it up to him? Uh, yeah, probably. If he actually, uh, yeah, probably would have. If if. If he was in that state, if he was in that state still, um, but you to be fair, said, you should have just said yes. Then you could have made yourself look good. No, nah, but I was just for I. I'd have probably already moved into it because he arrived fucking three hours after me. <laughs> so I'd have probably already moved into it. And I'd had a nap by the time he come. A nap and a, a, three, nap. And a bit of pasta and a, a three course meal. I had two portions of pasta that night. I went and puppy dog eyes there and said, "Is there any chance I can get?" And I got two portions of pasta, and then the food actually in the bivouac was very good. It was better than the hotel. Um, so the, and the whole the bivouac I would say was good that can stay I quite enjoyed it you can't, you can't make it up can you that providing race? the weather's good because if it rained I think it'd have been another story but it was actually good crack we all kind of just hung out and swam in the river for a bit and then all just chatted a bit shit and had a nap out in the sun mm-hmm. um, well on the um, so that was that that was day two finished and then you then from then on you did Three and four, not really. From what I day two was actually pretty good. I was second or third. Third. Day th- I thought from day two, three, and four were. Yeah, right. day two, three, and four was good. I, was, I think I was second or third. No. Yeah, I was third on day mm. two, second on day three, and third on day four. Yeah. Um. So pretty good. Just like I say, that if it qualifying wasn't, in day one. It, yeah, qualifying was shit. But at the end of the day, I actually only lost two minutes I think to the leader so it wasn't the end of the world day one was obviously without that ten minutes yeah. stuck down the hole I'd have probably been challenging for second overall at the end of the week so I was um, in the end considering now it started I'd have said it was one of your better yeah no it was definitely and and it was good in the hole obviously fourth's not what I wanted for the championship but how it started and the fact I generally hand and heart said to Roxy after finish time trial like I'm done I can't, my knee's fucked I uh, didn't think I was going to be going again the next day. So to to be challenging actually for third at the, on the last day, didn't didn't quite make it to third, but fourth in the end is like equal my best result, but by far my best performance as a whole on the on the on the whole week um, was pretty good. And I was spewing up on the morning of the last day, Saturday morning. I just decided to spew up on my breakfast five minutes after the start, uh, five minutes before the start. See, so this is what I like about you. You don't really mention it. Tell me that would have been, <laughs> been going, I've been sick. So um, that was good. On the start line, just thinking, well, I've got zero calories inside of me. So I've got a good few hours until the service point. This is going to be a fun day. <laughs> so just uh, put a couple of fucking 
energy bars down my boot and thought, I'll try and eat these at the, the GoPro liaison point, um, which got to and still couldn't swallow. So I still didn't eat anything at the at the, at the first liaison of the day. Um, so that was ideal. But no, I got to the service point and managed to actually eat something. And I'd actually made up a bit of time um, on uh, me and Mario were battling for third. Um, made up a little bit of time. I was down to a minute and a half of third, but the afternoon just couldn't couldn't get any more. I think I actually lost some time to win the afternoon and ended up yeah still kind of three minutes off third. But um, yeah, not the best result. But performance wise, was was definitely a, a lot of positives to take from it. More than it seems, if you look into it a bit more, I probably forgot a loads, but. Um, no, well, it's hard, and it? it's it's quite hard to follow unless you, the timing systems, unless you understand it or know it. It's, yeah, you sort it's, of don't really. It's difficult to 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 follow. And like, I sent the link to Tommy, and he just went, "Just tell me where What's he is." What's going on? <laughs> yeah, just tell me where he is. Um, yeah, you've got because it it works off. Um, it's not like live time; it's corrected time. So you've always got to kind of filter in the. The, the position you started in and the time difference mm. to who started where because it goes off yesterday's result which is kind of what why it was always going to be difficult although I was only three minutes off Mario going into the last day Mario was started the last day in seventh or eighth I think mm-hmm. um, so you know he had a lot of guys in front to kind of pull him along and stuff like yeah. that it, it was and out me starting second I only I caught up to Wade by the first checkpoint but just yeah, sometimes they can start behind you, but be in front of you. Yeah, like I made three minutes up up on Wade um, on the first checkpoint, which was obviously a really good start to the day. But then I just it's so difficult to lead, especially uh, on the way the, the way the last day was and in, in the kind of track. Um, it was kind of all around Sibiu, which is where a lot of people go and do tours and trail riding and stuff like that. So the hills have just got so many lines in them. Um, you're out right to the bottom, and there's just like seven different routes to pick from and then two of them will continue to the top of the hill and five of them will just lead to nowhere so but being first what? into them hills is, is kind of annoying and half the time spectators are pointing you the wrong way because they're just like look at look at what you just well no they, they, well, it, half of them that but half of them they'll see art looks better for the next 10 feet they don't realize that like yeah, it, goes it, it goes to nowhere so um yeah made up time in the morning but then just yeah I, I could tell we were losing so much time but me and we're just making wrong decisions and going the wrong way then in the end Manny caught us up and um, we were all just kind of yeah making mistakes and the guys behind were, were, were catching up to us so I just yeah couldn't couldn't quite make up the gap and obviously with Manny Mario starting so far behind me I had like seven or eight tyre tracks to follow, which is always going to be easier, do you know what I mean? So yeah, figure out where to it go. Was a, it was a difficult job, which we didn't quite pull off on the what's last your, um, What's your thoughts on Paul Terras doing it on the big <laughs> the big bike? Um, it sounded fa- naughty. Yeah, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really get it, to be uh, to be fair. I thought, especially for Paul, who's, I know he's not, he's not had the best results or whatever, but from a like, skill level and technical yeah, point of view he's more than there. he's more than capable I feel like if he kind of uh, focused on the right areas and improved in the right areas yeah, he's a contender I in the feel he's if he you know if he improved his speed and his fitness and stuff like that he could he could easily challenge for a good result so I kind of didn't quite get why he was doing it for someone like him mm. um, but I guess you know there's there's not he'd had a few years and, and kind of wasn't 
probably get I, I feel like wasn't getting the help he probably thought he needed or whatever whatever it might be so I didn't really get it too much but then I'll be honest I, I was having an interview on the last at the at the finish hill after the race and he was trying the hill afterwards in the bike I was just sat watching him try it on the bike so like I still I, I feel like you know he had he he still does have a lot more to give and could definitely be you know at the top if he if he wanted to apply himself in that way but at the same time you know I know where the, the word the way the world's heading and, and how important and valuable like the social media side of stuff is and, and oh, the yeah. video side and I'm sure that he's um he's keeping a lot of people happy with the numbers and stuff he's getting in the the yeah. attention he's getting so at the end of the day if that's what's uh if that's where if that's what's paying the bills and that's what he's uh that's what he's keeping his sponsors happy doing then you also you can't really fault him for that as well uh right then let's semi wrap this up because Obviously, we've got a crowd yeah, full of people. Um, quick one, U Sweet winner. You doing still doing your U Sweet giveaways, aren't you? U Sweet's uh, every round. There's been a giveaway. The f- winner of the first round. What was his name again? Tim. Was Tim. it Tim? Bag's still there. Tim, your bag's still covered in shit at the back of Ed's garage. That's. Uh, 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 do you think we give him a, a countdown? Yeah, if it's not okay, we'll do that then. If it's not, if it's not gone by the time we next do a podcast, which is probably going to be next week. It's getting give give out on that podcast. That'll be. We'll add that to the prizes. Yeah, we'll add that to the prize. So if it's not, we'll do another competition. If it's not, uh, if he's not a clown. So Tim, you've got Tim. You've got a weekish to claim this. A week, what day is it? Day Thursday. Yeah, we'll probably do it. I would have said Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So less than a week. So get your finger out. Your and ass, what Tim. we'll do, Tim, is give you a hand if you go onto Billy's channel. If you didn't it's know it's you, if your name's Tim and you didn't know you'd won it, go onto Billy's channel. Look for you three winners from a probably about. Two months ago, two months video. I'd say it's actually usually giveaway is in the title. Yeah, it's in the title. Uh, watch there if you know <laughs> Tim. Tim, uh, the other two winners have come forward. Uh, the the bag from Italy is still at the workshop in Italy, so he's called John or something. I've already explained to him it's going to be a while, but that will get sent there. The winner I announced yesterday. I fucked, well, I didn't fuck up the January. I, I spent four two times four pound ninety picking winners. That's how committed I was. I wanted a fair winner, so I've bought. The giveaway both times, which I have no problem doing. I'm just could do reimbursed if you say you want to <laughs> send us the eight step quid. up uh, eight, eight pound twenty. Um, the winner that, that I picked yesterday is from fucking Australia, so that's also going well. Um, well, that's indirectly going to shaft me because no doubt I'll be posting. So it. uh, it's in the van, and Ed is going to post your you say out probably tomorrow, but. We can't promise how soon it's going to arrive, but we will do everything on our part to get it to you, to, to um, Australia. Um, but the next round, obviously, TKO this weekend, there's going to be another one giveaway. Uh, we've got TKO. Uh, Three or four more, haven't you? Three more? TKO, Hispania, Getting Rodeo. And see, this guy is not uh, official as a world championship race, but I probably will go there. So if I do, I'll do it because we've got a spare one for Erzberg. Didn't happen. So still four more chances to win New Series this year if you haven't already. Um, cool. That's New yeah, Series. So I'm, I'm going to do a Kex update. Uh, <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Seeing that bloke, your mate comments on every. Uh, Which one? He was giving you shit again yesterday on on or the other day on the UC giveaway, asking where the drop was. He said his kids crying because he. Well, hasn't. I know. Yeah. So twenty um, eighth of twenty eighth of July, you promised everyone. I think no. What what actually happened was um, I ordered the next shipment in February. It then takes obviously a few a month or so to make it. It got loaded onto a container ship. They then quarantined everyone on the container ship for three weeks, which delayed it for three weeks. 
Then they had to sail the container ship here, which they've now done. Uh, and then Dover port is now really busy, so it's actually anchored up just off Dover port, and it should be going into port today, which you would think would be good news, but it can then take up to a week and a half to clear customs and be delivered to me. But rest assured, it is all ready on the website. I've already got the samples. All the photos are taken, so the minute it gets here... Oh, we're ready to go. Count, add the numbers to it, how many there is of each stock size, and then drop. So, so uh, the second it arrives... It's ready, yeah. So and that give him an hour, and it's on the website. So stay tuned. Follow it on Instagram. I'll, I'll know when it um, when it's on its cleared way. customs. Yeah, and then once that happens, I'm going to turn the website off. Um, start hyping it up a little bit. Give me give myself a chance to add it to the back end, and then we will drop uh, new designs. It's there's plenty. There's loads coming. There's Billy Bolt ones. There's uh, Matt Jones collab, and many many other designs. So. There is plenty coming. How long will this last you for? How many styles have we got? Well, how, the many, the how many styles have we got ready to drop? There's 20,000 pairs coming. 20,000? 20, 20,000 pairs coming. 20,000? Yeah. I've got, Fuck I've got me. to count 20,000 pairs. 20,000. 20, and also from now on, every um, every design comes in kids' sizes from 8 oh, to every, 14. Uh, every, every, every design. Even your ones. So there's uh, little mini kecks. Little mini kecks for little mini kids. Um, in so every style, so you, you and your kid can both match now. Mm, lad and dad, lad and dad, or mama. lass and lass. Yeah. No, mm. that one don't really work. Ma, ma, no, I can't think of a way about that. I can't. Um, so yeah. Anyway, thanks again to Factory Image Racing for sponsoring the podcast. We're going to do a giveaway. It will be a pit mat. I also didn't do the giveaway for the Lowe's episode yet. So, um. All you have to do is comment on either one of them and I'll select a winner a week from now for both. So there'll be two giveaways. One, I think that one was Ignition Cover. I'll double check. But there will be you two. You didn't pick a winner? I didn't pick a winner because oh, okay. I ended up getting the, the Rona, didn't I? And then Oh, yeah, we've all been... It's all gone tits up the last <laughs> few weeks. Everything's gone tits well, up. Well, look, it's I gone done tits a, up today. Every, I haven't done an upload and I've done one in the last two and a half weeks, I think. That's gone tits up. Tommy did one in about the last six weeks because he's done fuck all himself. We're, we were trying to make him use his initiative. We're, me and Ed... He posted me one through that he'd filmed himself and I said... Just, he ended up with six minutes of footage and I said, look... Six minutes of footage after editing and cutting it, it's, it's not even a trailer, mate. Go and try again. So <laughs> then he went and got architect to to help him. So it's all going to up, but we're getting we're back on track. We've we've had to start somewhere. Today's been rusty. Next week will be more smooth. Well, this is why we're rushing because we're also we're about to film another. We're about to do a vlog. So next one will be longer anyway. This is just a warm up for next week's. Let's call it. Yeah, we'll try and get Stan in next week. Oh, um, oh. good luck in TKO yeah. off to America tomorrow morning. Mm, God bless America Quick internet Guns and God baby Guns and God Right <laughs> See you later Ta-ra Bye Here's a cool fact A crocodile can't stick out its tongue Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.